Hey there, folks. This is Tav and Alan, host of Comedy Above the Pub. That's Cat Pete. You mean the pub is fake? Guess the real virtual, but real. First of all, I have our producer, ours, yours and mine, the listener, right here, right here on the video. Uh, Darcy Finder, how are you? Hey, Tom, great. Uh, you should be, because our guest hangs out in your hometown a heck of a lot. Yes. A comedian, sketch writer, uh, producer. Can we put producer on that list? No? Okay. All right. I'm getting waved off, producer. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting the cut across the throat movement right there. So that's a, that's a no. I can say writer. I can say I can say a, a periodical writer. You can, yes. I can now. Uh, Jordan Foisey joins us. How are you, sir? I'm great, though, as I assume I'll be elaborating more. Yes. Actually not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll level with you. Um, the the episode starts a little choppy. It's... Uh, <laughs> get there we we go through an awful lot of ailments before yes yes, yes. right I've, I've become like mr burns when all the diseases <laughs> they're all cramming through the one door yeah um what do we talk about we talk about dry eyes and fluid at the same time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we talk yeah, about we talk that about dry eyes fluid mm-hmm. we talk about um sort of the subtle degradation of of the world Mm -hmm. and that's when we're cooking yeah that's we're really good just like the planet we're cooking (laughs) um we talk about your writing stint on this hour's 22 minutes yeah um it's like performing in front of people again correct um and sleep apnea is there we answer this question um jordan can't thank you enough for being here Thanks a lot, man. This is a long time coming, and I can't wait for everyone to listen to this, so let's do it. let them do it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Jordan, here's Darcy, here's me, and here's the music that starts the whole damn thing. How, how are you, friend? Well, you know, uh, I'm actually bad. What? I'm bad. Why are you bad? What's going on? Well, you know, Nick dying is sad, and then uh, yes. <clears throat> I have an eye thing. I can't. My I have fluid under my retina. What? From stress, I guess. Jesus, off right now, so I can't see. Yeah, this, this right eye is all distorted. Uh huh. And I have to get an MRI on my knee because I have a tear in it. My God, Jesus, man. And I don't know where my passport is. You don't know where your passport is. Yes, which I don't know if you've heard, but apparently not the easiest thing right now to get a passport. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where are you planning on going? You need a uh, you need a passport. Not planning on going anywhere, just be nice to have. No, so no, I get that. S- yeah, super yeah, yeah. urgent. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not it's the least urgent of all those issues, I would say. I I don't have to renew mine until twenty twenty five. So yeah. It'll either be fine by the end or we're in way worse trouble. Exactly. It's it's either. I say go stand in line now. Yeah. I the worst are. thing is that mine is renewed. I just renewed it. And then I don't know where the fuck it is. Huh. So. Uh, Anyways, it, none it, of that will make. It's all going to be clear skies. Absolutely. And good vibes. Absolutely. <laughs> um, it's. Uh, well, first of all, I'm sorry about your eye. <laughs> it's fucked. Did okay. you know that could happen? Uh, that you can get fluid just out of nowhere? No. From from literal stress. What? That's what it's from. It's How the pain. fuck have I not got this then? Well, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not the chillest guy, but... Right. So, I'm certainly not the most stressed guy. Mm-hmm. I don't even have kids. Like, like, my wife would look at me and go, how do you not... If she found out about this fluid stuff, her, her first question to me would be, and you don't I have this, that. why? Well, I'll tell you this, it's never too late. I could, you know what? You know what? I might look into this. I might look Don't into some eye fluid. Don't give up yet. I, I might, what it's called. It's called um, <laughs> um, uh, sog, soggy socketitis. No, it's not nearly as fun as that. Right. It's I'm going to guess it's, it's, it's got central serous retinopathy. Central serous retinopathy. Yeah. I knew it was going to be, it was, it was going to be some form of retin. And then uh, you, you either got an opathy at the end or an itis. Yeah. yeah. And itis CSR. means itis is inflammation, so apathy must be fluid. Under, yeah, fluid okay. or under. Maybe maybe it means under something under. And anyways, and there's nothing they can do. It just goes away. It goes away. Well, okay, okay, so that's good. 
So that's good. Can they prescribe you? Can they prescribe no. you like stress things? Like, could you could you get some Valium maybe, or just you know up? That's up literally what my doctor's. Okay. doctor said to me. She's like, maybe if you can get some pills. <laughs> does Does your doctor always kind of like come in like you know it's it, yeah, it's my, in a bar? My doctor talks like Groucho Marx. Okay. Sure. Wouldn't want to be a. Well, no, I want to be a patient on this guy. I, I, well, no, I was thinking like your doctor shouldn't have to look side eye to prescribe medication. <laughs> well, this was uh, this was a. Uh, you sure it's a doctor? Not, not my, not my doctor. This okay. was an eye doctor. Okay, so that's possibly why. And uh, the side eye was me adding to the bit. She was okay. more like serious. She's like, even if it's some pills, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm serious. The uh, so we moved. I don't know if you know this. I don't live in Toronto anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I live in Ottawa now. Hi. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Hi. From- hello, hello, nation's capital. Uh, fuck you, truckers. Um, <laughs> Could you hear them? No, no, no. We're nowhere near that. We're like in the suburbs, so we're we're effectively like if you think it, like proximity to downtown, we would yeah. be like, um, uh, like hide like picture it, it, like a twenty minute drive away. So we'd be like kind uh, of like. North York Sorry. or like like sort of that area, not, right. not, not okay, cool. on, whatever. Um, but um, the the guy just up the street from us, he had you, you can get a sense of the demographic uh, mm-hmm. of my neighborhood because Halloween is fucking kicking up here yeah. with with kids and stuff, and um, uh, a lot of a lot of uh, seniors tending to gardens. <laughs> Sounds nice. Okay. And uh, my, I fucking love it. Um, the uh, the guy up the street just had knee surgery, just to give you a sense of that. And he was it was excruciating pain. And I saw my father in law go through it as well. Like he had both knees kind of replaced, and it was not fun. Like you, well, you, something to look forward to. Yeah, like well, <laughs> I'll tell you this: I would take uh, a water eye over the pain that I, they were doing. But I have both. Yeah. Oh, you got your knee replaced as well. Well, my knee, I have to fucking get an MRI on it. Okay. Uh, I don't know, what to, but it may, it has a, I have a tear inside. It might be fine. Might not need surgery. But okay. Need surgery. Um, how'd you do that? Baseball? What'd you do? I don't, well, the, or the, the way I've been describing it, it's a mixture of playing basketball okay. and, uh, a devastating trampoline injury when I was 18 that I never dealt with. Really? I guess we don't need to put devastating in there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it kind of it kind of adds to it. It's like what what happened to you at at eighteen? Well, I had a, a trampoline in, uh, injury. Yeah. Really? It's well, it was devastating. One. Oh, now I won't make fun of you because yeah, it's yeah, devastating. Yeah. Well, I was able to get home, but I think I like tore the ten. I think I fucked it up then, and then I never dealt with it. Okay. The um uh so 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 the guy that um he ran out of like the the opioids that they give you. And he was Ooh. like very, very cool with that. But it was still like he was still very, very uh, uh, much in pain and couldn't sleep because he couldn't get comfortable at all. Um, so he turned to weed and it worked. Oh. Well, so I had a schedule on that one. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so Jordan, if you're looking for a stress reliever, maybe this is where your doctor leans in and goes, maybe you get some weed. Like, well, you do that. I mean, if weed worked, if. If fucking if weed was gonna stop the fluid in the eye, both my eyes would be hollow socks. <laughs> <laughs> they, you do get dry, dry eye, dry sockets. You you do get you do get dry eye from weed. So I think there's something there. You may want to look okay. at it. It's funny because the original doc, eye doctor I went and saw before I was referred was like your eyes are very dry. So the surface of my eyes are dry. Right. But underneath there's fluid. I guess it's like Mars and Total Recall. Uh-huh. My yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone looks like uh looks like yeah. uh, what's his oh, name? Feldman. What's the his... surface of the moon? What? I was doing the impression of Arnold when he... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But like everyone comes out looking like Marty Feldman. So Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um who uh, who is your who's your eye doctor, if you don't mind me asking? Oh god. Uh I go to the uh, I don't have one per okay. se. I go to the ladies who work at the Walmart Vision Center Got in it. the Dufferin Mall. Uh-huh. You know what? I love them. Sure. I trade the, I want to trade them in for nothing. They're so nice. I so my guy, I saw him when I was last in Toronto to do write him up cuz mm-hmm. my doctor's there and my eye doctor is there 
and I can't give up my doctor because I don't have one here and I can't get one here. My wife is, my wife does not have a doctor and she's at an age where probably should have a doctor. Right. So I don't want to give mine up. So I don't care if I have to do like the fucking video calls with her. So as, there has been a moment. Totally. Where, yeah, there there has been a moment where it's like, Mr. Van Allen, if you're going to put it up there, you need a glove. You know, like, <laughs> so there was that. Um, but my eye doctor, he like, so I just, I described exactly what you had, like the dry eyes. It's like, oh, you got a dry eye. Because I was having this thing where I would wake up and my eye would be completely bone dry. And so like, I couldn't close it. Oh God. Like I've had that. And so like, and, uh, uh, I was, uh, and I was sitting there going, well, I don't know what this is. And like, I closed my eye to get like prismatic white patterns and it's like a kaleidoscope. Oh, and I'm like, I should not be Lucy in the sky with diamonds on this. This is probably <laughs> yeah. weird. So, uh, so I get to sit down and I finally, like, you know how, when you go to a doctor and they so anything I need to know about, I finally had something as opposed to going, nope, here's 60 bucks. No, and then yeah, you know, yeah, fuck yeah. Out. please help me. Yes. So I finally had a, I, I got this thing. And it says like, I'm waking up in the morning and I can't close my, and I didn't get to the word I before he's in the drawer and he pulls out uh fake tears and goes, yeah. here, put this in your eyes when that happens. It's like, and you know, if it, if it happens more, you can get a bigger bottle. If not, just stick with this. You, this is the stuff you want. It's like, okay, this is, Isn't this it is funny. My- all the minute little mundane checkups we have to do to keep this smell factory of <laughs> yeah. the body rolling. Right. Like it's like, all this like little bullshit that you ignore and then it adds up and then mm-hmm. your doctor's like, well, just don't do that. Or right. Just yes. Do this. The, uh, Todd, if you weren't crying yourself to sleep every night, you know, yeah, I know. I know. No, no, no. I'm well, picturing him lying on his back. You know, and the, the pillow is, is the cotton is scratching the cornea and it's just, yes. you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the way, and Oh, this is the other thing he told me. Uh, I love this guy because he goes, yeah, your problem is that you're sleeping with your eyes open. (laughs) And I was like, no, I'm not. And he goes, yeah, everyone says that. And guess what? How do you know? You're asleep, dummy. I'm like, you're right. You're absolutely right. True. Yeah. Sometimes you're asleep before you even know you're asleep. You think you're awake, but you're actually asleep. Yes. I'm writing an article about sleep right now because I did a Mm -hmm. sleep clinic. Oh. This summer as well. Okay. What's, What's that like? Well, it's one of the worst sleeps you'll ever Sure it have. is. Like, yeah. That I can assure you. Uh, <laughs> tiny little hospital bed. Didn't bring my own pillow, so I had a pillow that felt like it was filled with napkins. Okay. And then uh, there was like... What, uh, you, you just descri- you described a my pillow. <laughs> well, whatever works for you. Maybe you'd love it. Yeah. And then uh, they had like an air conditioning unit in the room, but it kept... It kept there kept being a drip on it. Like, okay. And it was loud, like, pack, pack. Uh-oh. Pack, 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 like that. It's <laughs> obviously it's not the most ideal sleeping circumstances. Right. So I got about two hours of sleep. And uh, and there's, oh, and there's like wires all over your body. Sure, of course. Right. All the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, thing under your nose, all here. Right. On your chest, legs. And uh, still waiting on the results. Yeah. I think it'll be, I think it'll be apnea. I think I'm one of the apnea. You think? think so that's what my doctor said I don't know how they can tell if if it's so unlike your regular sleep well i yeah. interviewed i interviewed like when you guy. get your when you get your blood pressure taken yeah like, and they, oh you're it's a little high so yeah well, i'm a little stressed out i don't like be at the doctor's right you know, yeah i got i went to a physical i got hit by a car and my pulse and blood pressure were normal ah, <laughs> that's it, concerning yeah it's like oh sir you're fine it's like oh it's because i'm in fucking shock that's yeah. why yes um, I asked the guy who ran the test on me about that because I interviewed him and he, uh, he said like, well, we're not trying to get like a hundred. We're not trying to actually study everything about your sleep. It's a diagnostic tool. So it's like, we'll go in there. You're definitely going to fall asleep for like an hour or two, at least in that time, we'll be able to see enough where it's like, Hey, maybe there is something here. Maybe mm-hmm. not. Maybe there's enough to schedule something else. It's more like getting a physical than like an actual, like, so basically they can afford to give you the shittiest sleep of your fucking life. Right. So it's like, right. Yeah. So that you go home yeah. and pass so out tired. on the couch for oh like, God, yeah. so tired. Um, I've, I've had friends of mine that have to go that have, have gone through that very thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm totally with you. It's like, it, it doesn't make sense to me 
that you're going to is a guy, like just be completely normal. Oh, by the way, the guy is waxing the floors right outside your bedroom. Oh yeah. So yeah. Yeah. totally. And you're in a hospital. Yeah. You know, which, yeah. I mean, they're not always in a hospital. This one was in St. Joe's, which mm-hmm. is already a kind of creepy environment. Like I'd never stayed the night in the hospital before. You right. Know? So yeah. it's like, so, uh, yeah, it's been a hell of a summer, I have to say. <laughs> so, uh, eyeball, sleep clinic, knee is knee. a pass. Knee. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then grief. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> grief. The, the other one. Um, Which may be related to the eyeball. Yeah. No, I get that. I mean, like, uh, that that was a rough one. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and completely unexpected and I'll fill in Darcy and the listener because we probably talked about it before. We're talking about the death of Nick Nemiroff, who we know. Mm -hmm. And I knew, I didn't realize how widespread the news was, was until my wife whose work laptop, they locked down work laptops, like, like nonsense, right? So like the only, the only bit of news you get is like when you open a new tab in, in edge, (laughs) the MSN thing and his, his death made it there. So, oh yeah, yeah. It was so, on, like people. It was so big that anti-vaxxers came out of the woodwork to. Uh, yes, I saw that. Talk about it, yeah. Talk about it. Which yeah. is quite ghoulish. Yeah. And, he died uh, suddenly. Oh, was it? Do you think it uh, was? Yeah. Yeah. Erase any shred of sympathy I yeah. might have. Oh, you know what it was? I hate to tell you, anti-vaxxers. It was a, a case of shut the fuck up. That's yeah, what it exactly. was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I couldn't. Uh, uh, and and I haven't seen him in in ages. Like literally, I think the last. Last time I saw him was like it was I was down at Comedy Bar, mm-hmm. um, and it was I think one of the times I think just before or just after he went to L.A. Um, and yeah, it's devastating. He was very. Uh, he was one of the few people. Well, not one of the few people, but one of the people whose uh, kindness and talents yes. were in sync. Yes, very. My friend had a great quote about him where he was like he's one of those guys where you never walked away feeling like oh did i was are we okay you know what i mean right like, yeah, so yeah, many yeah people in comedy where you walk away and you're like i think we're cool but are we cool or right like, always like you walk away feeling uh good and yeah you'd laugh and so it's yeah it's uh pretty fucked yeah <laughs> no it's, it's super fucked where where was he He's in Montreal. He was in Montreal because okay, so that was the first time I ever saw him. Mm-hmm. I was I was hosting at the Nest, and he was doing like one of the open spots, and I equate him very uh, and, and, and very fondly. I would I would equate him to Rory Scovel. Oh wow! And and the reason I would do so is just basically why the same reason that you mentioned is that yeah. great guy, fantastic, like always makes you laugh, and just an exceptional talent. Um, yeah. and the reason, and the reason I do that is I had the same experience the first time I ever saw them on, um, on, on stage. Um, I brought Nick to the stage in Montreal and again, first time I ever saw him and it was lovely watching the crowd have no idea what to do with him. Right. And right. I, me and the other comics are just at the back, just like eating our fists, trying mm-hmm. like, like just snickering so hard, like just loving everything he was, he was doing. And, and the reason I put Scoville on this is that uh, Rory and I were in an, in a car for five hours. Cause we drove to a show. I was opening for him in Grand Prairie. Oh yeah. And so I did my 30 to people eating steak. And then Rory goes up and he was about to do, I think Conan in two weeks after that. And I was watching that crowd in the same way I was watching Nick Nemiroff crowd right. at, at, at the nest and just watch them going, you have no idea what you're witnessing here. Like this yeah, is yeah, yeah. this is so good and so funny and so original, um, and both very kind. Yes, and like like like, and and just a treat to talk to. Yeah, exactly. And and which doesn't always those two things don't always align. No, no. no. Sometimes they go in opposite directions. Mm-hmm. Like oh, <laughs> when 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 you described uh, Jordan. Um, uh, ask, make up a name of a comic that, that, uh, that I know, just ma- a fake name and ask oh, me and ask me what name. they're like. Uh, give me a, give me a fake name. He said, Hey Todd, have you worked with so-and-so? What hey, have you worked with Chester Frazier? Oh, Chester Frazier. Yeah. He, um, nice guy. Nice no, guy. Bad. And you know, that's exactly, bad. you know exactly what I mean. <laughs> nice goes, guy. Oh, Chester Frazier. I, he's kind of shy. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's a huge piece of shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You know, you know what? Clean car, clean yeah. car, clean car. Actually, I mean, I'll take an asshole with a clean car. Yes, <laughs> that's nice. A clean car is also a big, nice, funny, clean car. Clean car, God. clean car, the triple. Right. Um, like I, I remember having to describe it. It might've even been Nick that I was describing to someone's like, um, someone was asking like, Hey, do you know this guy? I go, yeah, he's a nice guy. And I don't mean that. Like, he, like uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Truly. He's, nice. he's also good, but truly yeah. like a wonderful person. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Cause it, Oh, I see what you're saying with the nice. I thought you meant he was an asshole, but you also mean if you describe someone as nice, right. So if someone is nice, like he's a nice guy. It's like, and I don't mean, you know, suck, I don't mean that he sucks. I mean, like he's, yeah. he's, truly a nice guy and a great talent yeah he's really nice i don't know why he does comedy yeah <laughs> uh, he's so nice he's yes. so nice he always mm-hmm. goes over his time but he's so yes nice. yeah do you never get like here's the other thing too you never get the, the corollary of that like you don't you, you never get the what's this what's this comic like oh he's a fucking prick and it does not immediately mean that he's funny it's like you just don't want to hang out with him it's true you know because well, ultimately Pricks are like, it's like, you have to be like, I don't know if I, I'll let you be a prick if you're like some sort of fucking like creative, like, like, I think you got to be Prince to be a prick. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's not many art, especially in comedy where it's like, like, what are we actually, like, how many comedians are you talking to that are like sincerely breaking the mold in a way that justifies being an right. asshole. Like, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not worth. And I mean, obviously you get to catch people on bad days and if you're more of a headliner, it can sure. be kind of annoying. So many people coming up to you and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like, I don't get, I don't, what, what people get from being a prick. It's like, it's just, what are you, what are you doing? That's worth being a prick. Part of your job is like talking to people. Yeah. Right. You know? you, the, literally the thing that your job requires is that people like you. Yes, that is that's yeah. our job is to yeah. walk into a, a room and go. That was that was actually one of the and I got this advice second handed and it totally helped me out with a gig because um, I had long forgotten this piece of advice. And it, it was nice mm. to have the refresher because I was going to the show that I didn't do well at the time before. And I knew it was just like, ah, oh, you know, these fucking people and I'm going to have to deal with this again. And I'm, I'm just ruining going yeah. going to this thing. And it was a piece of advice that Dana Gould was saying that he got from Kevin uh, Kevin Mooney, I think. Yeah, uh, I think I've got the 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 or Kevin Rooney, something like that. Um, there's too many guys named Kevin and something. and and end with Uni in comedy. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> okay, and right. so let's and then, make a rule right now. No, could more. we? It's just like Abe Simpson. There are too many comics with this. Please remove yeah. five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, he and and as Dana Gould tells it, he 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 hit this. Um, he was the at his angry comic stage where he's like arrogant with the audience and talking down to them and uh, like that. He was doing fine, but it wasn't like groundbreaking. And um, the uh, the guy pulled him aside, who was the headliner that he was opening for, and said, "You know there." Um, there's two things. One, they like you. Right. They just need to know that you like them. Right. And yeah, yeah. and he said <laughs> that that piece of advice changed the late show 180 degrees. And he said like that. And he said the other thing to remember is this is a show, right? Like they've bought dinner tonight. They've gotten a babysitter. They've gotten all these things together. Give them a show. And he, and he just that piece of advice. And like I drove to this show with that in my head going, they just want to know that you like them. And I totally. made myself like them and they in turn like me even more. And then, you know, when I was getting off stage this time, having not done well the first time, they, I was, I was getting the, the show was running late and I was getting off the stage and they were asking me to do more time. Like the crowd right. was asking. So I'm like, okay, this is because they want to hang more. out, right? Yeah. Nobody wants to hang out with an asshole. You can be a mean, you can even be roasty and everything else. Like, yes. It's like why people like Don Rickles. It's uh-huh. like he's an asshole the whole way through, but right. you can tell underneath that. Yeah. He, he's actually a yeah. loving person, you know. Well, his best friend's Bob Newhart, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think uh, I think that's part of it. And then also, I think it can, you know, it can also extend to like jobs and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. You'd rather have someone. You'd rather work with someone 
maybe slightly less funny who who doesn't make every day torturous yes because he's an asshole yes or she's an asshole uh-huh i, I can think that's i think that's a super unspoken part too where it's like like that would be advice where it's like well if you want a job like you have to hang out with those people all mm-hmm. fucking day and i mean that's for comedy jobs but also for real jobs right, right. like um acting <laughs> all like literally three quarters of acting hiring is is this guy going to be an asshole on set? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is this guy going to be in character too long in a way where we have to right. wheel him around or whatever? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it when my my wife you know tolerates my comedy chat as much as you can, but I love I love the overlap like when when worlds kind of collide because like we are um, uh, we are huge fans of like, if you put a food cooking contest on TV, we're in, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Give us a bunch of chefs cooking shit that we can't taste and, uh, and, and have people judge it. And we are in, we are all in on these. And we're watching one guy is like some barbecue show they do in Canada. And this guy shows up in a hat. He's just like wearing like this, just weird hat. And like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to grill. And oh, my God, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put this saffron in here. I'm going to make this this sauce. And then, and then meanwhile, the fucking pork chops are burning. He's like, oh, shit, I got to get those. And like, right. and, I, and I looked at this guy and I turned to my wife. I went, if that guy was a comic, he would be on the entire drive up to Barry. And she's <laughs> like, absolutely. That's your guy. Uh, yeah. Have you... Have you had what? What is the, like? Um, well, first of all, have you been performing? You're you're in, in front of people now, right? Like you're not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I also I don't know, like I split time with Halifax. Oh, so do, I, oh, are you on twenty two? I write on twenty two. Atta boy! Yeah, it's been like four seasons. Yeah, I'm going to be the head writer. It's the uh, <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. No wonder you got dry eyes, you fuck. That's- <laughs> yeah, no wonder my eyes are filled with fluid. <laughs> it's salt stress water. Stress-induced fluid. I wonder why. I wonder what happened. So, so take- I wonder how the barriers broke down in my eye. Yeah. Is um, is Rick Curry still part of that process? If he Is he like an EP or something like that now? Or is he gone? Uh, I haven't met him, but okay. also I don't know everyone's name. Okay. So. <laughs> Rick, so Rick Curry, I believe I might have this wrong. Let me just actually. I'm going to need a face. Uh, just a second. But I don't think so. I don't think I've met. What would he have done? Like producer? Uh, I think he was like one of the original creators. Oh, no, no. He's, he's not there. Uh very popular segment of the show. Todd reads from. Yes, this is. <laughs> yes, exactly. Sh- Todd I, brings up a name. I will. I will tell you this, goes, Jordan. For the past two episodes, it has been uh, me looking up Wikipedia pages of uh, hip hop artists that I like. <laughs> oh God! Sounds like you love them. Yes. Can <laughs> <laughs> help you if you ever have to look up the rapper name. Wiki. Yes, I'm a huge fan of Nas. That's a good one. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I, you know what? I could totally have this wrong. Nah, I could totally have this wrong. Right. But anyway. Um, you worked no, on Hockey Night in Canada. Yes, that's mistake. it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Rick Mercer. That's who I was <laughs> thinking of. Oh, yeah. No, he, uh, he's not there anymore. Yes. <laughs> he ain't there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> do you um, do you do the uh do you do a Kathy Jones segment where it's all right wing conspiracies and QAnon talk? Do you? Yeah, we did we did a quick we did a very solid um uh we definitely memory hold Kathy last season. She did not come up. It's crazy though. Uh, I mean I was always conflicted about it because I did uh I didn't truly like Kathy. Uh, sure. She's She's, and I did like, it was kind of crazy because it did make me think, because when it all went down, like when she went to the rally and stuff, Mm -hmm. and it was kind of like, it did make me think about how sort of people on the left, like reacted in a way that, because if it's like, people are like, I hope you die and shit. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, and it's so like, I was talking like one of her daughters who's like, doesn't prescribed to everything you know and she's like it was kind of a fucking shitty day though because like all these people who are like nominally like progressive kind-hearted people are like well i hope you fucking die like it's yeah. like it's kind of wild uh but yeah we uh she did not uh she did not make so who knows maybe if we want to get those ratings up you know, sure we'll 
<laughs> it's just, it's weird that you'd be sitting there at the rally. It's like, oh, this hour is 22 minutes is sending someone to the rally. Oh, is it Mark Delahunt? No, no, it's not Mark. It's actually Kathy Jones. She's holding up a sign. Oh, okay. Yeah, and right. we didn't send her, and she sold the clothes from wardrobe. So yes. <laughs> well, uh, well, okay. So first of all, congrats on the, on the, um, Thank you. Uh, on, on the on the promotion. I brought it up because you asked me if I were performing in front of people, and I have, but I have been basically the whole pandemic because, other than the very start, because of because I was in Halifax, and right? So they had mm. the bubble and everything, so mm-hmm. when everybody was back in Ontario, like you know, doing shows at the in a ski chalet, sure, yeah, or, you know, whatever. I was I was comfortably in bars. So. Mm-hmm. I was I was here. I was here on the Zoomscape. Yes, exactly. I I did not find myself in the Zoom zone, dude. Let me show you. Uh, You you want to you want to see me at uh, at my best? There we go. Look at me. Welcome to the welcome to the show, folks. Welcome to the show. And I have a stand up microphone. Kind of looks like a disturbing basement, doesn't it? Yes. Like that looks like a a room in one on one of Epstein's yeah. islands. Yeah. And hey, hey, I I don't want to I don't want to shit on this, but like look at this paid gig, everyone. I was there. there, you there go. That's nice, right That'll there. Do. Just throw that up there. Yep. there you go. There it is. You go to one. There's like an S and M gear in the back. You're like, oh. <laughs> Just pull back to the side. Like, <laughs> Just ignore that one. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah. Comes with the comes with the app. Don't worry about it. Yep. Um, well, so we have had writers on here from, from this hour and I've, 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 it strikes me that I've never, (laughs) I want names. Um, Trent McClellan, dick face. How about that? Is that fine? uh, I mean, he's on there. Yeah. Um, and so what is, what is it like? What is, what is your day like? Like, when do you, when do you move there? Do they put you up? Like how, how does this all work for you? Uh, it is a disruption there near the end of the summer and then they put, put, uh, me up. And then I think I come home, normally come home for December and then go back until like the end of March. Okay. Where do they put you up? Uh, do you know Halifax? Yeah. I'm from there. Uh, oh, you're from there. This way. Yeah. Uh, so the Garrison Watch, it's like right at the top of Dresden, right beside the Citadel Hill. Wow. That's okay. pretty nice. That's I awesome. mean, it's yeah. sweet I mean, location. You're it's really awesome. There. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's funny because the... F- I guess two seasons ago when I went back, I had to do like two, the two week isolation thing for COVID. And I, my window looked directly onto the Citadel. So it was just like people like flying kites all day (laughs) and like sunbathing and like just life outside. Meanwhile, I'm like, shunk. (laughs) (laughs) It is a, it is a nice spot. Um, I love, I love my time in Halifax. I don't get nearly enough of it. I, Darcy wonderful, is wonderful, wonderful town. Uh, Darcy is completely homesick all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get it. It's nice. That's, that's why he has fluid in his eyes. No, well, you should go see it soon, Darcy, because it is changing. It is getting very too many immigrants. Like is that what you're trying to say? Is that it's getting very condo-y like the rest of the, most of the country. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's go. it's going the other way then. Okay. Oh yeah. It's going it's going crazy the other way. Right. It's like, it's like, it's yeah. getting quite, it's, Don't, you know, like, you know, like an in inception when the city yes. like roll, it looks, it's like it's that in slow motion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where do you live? Up there. That's uh, yeah. Uh, it's coming. It'll be here in a second. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it is lovely. Yeah. It's Bit hilly. Bit yes. Hilly. <laughs> it's, it's hard to get your steps in without collapsing. It's pretty crazy. It's like, you can't help but notice. You're like, I've been walking up. How can I be walking uphill both ways? Mm-hmm. And yet somehow Halifax pulls it off. <laughs> Halif- it's like, eventually there has to be a downhill. Right? right. No. Halifax is, oh, first of all, I think it's built onto the Escher stairs. I think that's how that works. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And this is where, like, every one of your grandparents that that, that bragged about how they had to, you know, go nine miles in the snow uphill. Yeah, they're that, all from Halifax. That they're all from Halifax. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you try that shit on grandkids in Halifax, they all go, yeah, that tracks. That's <laughs> Yeah, they're not even impressed. Uh-huh. So, okay, and the, as you might imagine, the winter's no bueno. No. Uh, well, it's like it's less snowy than here, but it's just every once in a while you get walloped by some crazy storms. Yeah. 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 And it's uh, I'm going to guess it's very damp, like a damp cold. Oh, my God. Right. It's so damp. Mm. It's the only place where like. It's got this rain, like normally in Ontario, the rain, oh, who knows if this will be true in three years, 
uh, <laughs> in three years, it'll be like, you know, how there's always fire falling from the yes. sky. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know how the but, annual panda burn goes? You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, that's... yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how Halifax is gone? Uh, um, <laughs> um, but here it's got that, like, it'll do like, it'll rain and then it'll stop, you know. But Halifax, it'll just light, it'll rain like all fucking day, which sure. I guess what Vancouver's like, but it's like, it's just like, it's just all day, right? Mm-hmm. Which bumps you a little bit. Right. But I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so what is so what is a uh, a writing day for you? And by the way, I live in Ottawa now. We know nothing of cold weather. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, uh, I have described the weather, the, the cold here uh, uh, thusly. Like in Toronto, you it, it gets cold, right? It gets cold, but you have a cold. coat and you, 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 and you can you can kind of because you, you're downtown – it, you're able to kind of escape it a little bit because then you go to the subway or you go to the place that you're performing or whatever. It's like it, it's it's sm- short transitions of cold, but you can deal with it, right? Here in Ottawa, the cold is it feels like it's after you. Like, <laughs> yes, like yeah. when you leave your house, like there he is, and then it descends, yeah. right? Get him, get his bones. Yes, <laughs> chill. Well, now it seems like I'm, you. So good. It go seems ahead. like you guys have a tornado season now, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. That's that's, that's fresh new. development. Yeah. That's uh yeah. tornado just in tornado destroys Red mm-hmm. Green's house. Yeah. That'll be the next uh but I've never seen St. Mary, so I also yeah. I've experienced the cold as mm-hmm. well. Hey, remember when Ottawa was a place? Remember that? Remember <laughs> before the wind yeah. troubles? So take yeah. take me through a like a like a typical writing day when you're putting together a show. Um uh, who's in control of the social media and doing those tweets? Like, how how does this all work for you guys? Well, there's like a couple of things happening. So it depends on the day. Tuesday is the sketch day. So you have, I'm already yawning thinking about it. Um, <laughs> Tuesday. So good gig the then. That's what I'm day. hearing. So you like yeah. write, you get all day to kind of write some sketches, mm-hmm. three or four sketches. Um, and then Wednesday is kind of uh, this day where you um, you do a read and then the producers and the head writer and the sort of people are responsible for the, uh, the realities like props and mm-hmm. set and stuff. They decide what gets made and then there's some rewrites on Wednesday and then Thursday, Friday is the day where we come in and we just, those are the most fun days because those are the days where we come up with desk stuff and copy jokes. Sweet. We just like... You just could spend all day like pumping out jokes all day. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite day. Thursdays and Fridays. And then Monday is show day. So then you come in, you do a bit more punch up on everything. Mm-hmm. And you do a table read. And then you watch rehearsals. And then, uh, then the magic happens. <laughs> <laughs> and when's your record day? When, when do you actually like film the thing? Monday. That's Monday. Monday. Okay. And then it airs on Tuesday. Right. So there's always that terror that something will happen yes it's not the best day to be doing it and all because it's like (laughs) it's like monday it sucks actually because the news ramps up right yeah so it's like monday and tuesday are normally pretty crazy news like if there's Mm -hmm. gonna be a day that's newsy it's gonna be those days it's never like when you want it it's never when you fucking want it like the the sweetest time if they could like when the queen dies, if it doesn't happen on a Wednesday, we're fucked. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Actually, actually, when the queen dies, well, I assume we won't be on the air. Right. Uh, I assume we'll be wall to wall coverage right. for weeks about what our corgis are up to. Like, like you, uh, you really need to plan, like, if you're doing a sketch of, like, you know, like actually, the queen is the perfect one because they're going to preempt that shit. It's like, you don't need to worry about your sketch. Yeah, we can put on our most, our most yeah. cancelable sketch. Certainly. Yes. Um, but yeah, like Wednesday would be the day. It always sucks when it's uh, mm-hmm. on Monday or, or like there's like they'll be like Monday at four a.m. Mm-hmm. Pierre Polyev will have made love to a piece of wood on right. camera or something. Yeah, exactly. And, to, and then he gets mauled by a liberal bear on Monday morning. <laughs> and just like yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's the week. That's fun. Though so there's going to be, I'm, I'm thinking of some tweets, but uh, uh-huh. I'll let you know. What are you, what are you going to do? Dance party at the end? Dance party at the yeah, end, yeah. Nice. Uh, more locks on the doors. No one gets out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to drastically change my personality and just sure. like screaming a lot. 
No, I've been reading about SNL in the seventies when it was the most toxic, and I think we need to recreate that. Sure. Yes. <laughs> in the words of John, I'm, trying, I'm going to need you to do cocaine all night. And yeah. Come up with a character. <laughs> in the words of John Mulaney, no one uh, really takes care of the people who have mental illness problems and addiction issues than SNL. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they come in, they come out. They come out much better. Yeah. Did you did you see the the um, documentary the the two parter on Kids in the Hall? Did you watch that? I did not. Though. Give it a watch. It will reignite your love of that troupe. Oh really? And it's I I watched that and then I watched the new season that they had. Yeah. And now I'm going back to oh, rewatch wow. season ones through five because and it, it there, there's so much in that that first of all that the story that they tell. They, they they talk about Mark McKinney and Bruce McCulloch coming back from uh, SNL saying that they looked rough, like overweight. Oh, put them to bloated. the grinder. Yeah. Well, it, it, happens at, it happens on 22 as well. We all end up looking like shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One that fucking Halifax cooking, it's insane. Darcy, it's do you want to you you chirp in on this? The way they feed you out there, it's like nuts. It's like, how, how, hey, how was the meal? It made me full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the servings are crazy out yeah, there. Yeah. Darcy, and you want to comment on this? No, I can't confirm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the drinking is like strange. It's like I, you know, enjoy drinking here, but there's something that happens out there. I don't know if it's because the blood rushes to your head mm-hmm. from the, you know, hills. Yeah. But it's like, God, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, like one of like, in in this documentary, they talk about they they talk about the SNL experience. They talk about Scott going through his cancer scare, mm-hmm. um, and you really see how they re, how they act as a family. And then watching that and leading into their season six, the you know with the with the large break in between seasons five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Am I still the cute one? Yes, uh, that was really uh, funny. it's. It's so great. Like it's it's it it really primes the pump for it. And the thing I, I that I I kind of forgot about the kids in the hall is just how Toronto centric their That's work is. What's fantastic about it. And and it gets to be in Toronto. Most most Canadian shows don't get to be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're and nowhere. I, they're always in nowhere places. They're in small town yes. or city, but they're never <laughs> like, <laughs> they're never in where we live. Right. I think that's changing though, actually. Baroness was in Toronto very mm-hmm. much. Um, I, so I think sort of in Toronto. I think sort of is very Toronto, mm-hmm. and so I think that's changing. But I I know Heartland was near a McDonald's. That. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but like like not living there now and still kind of missing Toronto. It's nice watching this because then like even just seeing like an old streetcar, I go, oh man, oh god. Or, yeah. There's or, something I was watching. Oh, I mean, if you want to get a blast of that, you gotta watch a video drone. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, yes, yes, yes. That's a great old streetcar shot yeah. in that one. It's like super Toronto. Uh huh. It's yeah. it's nice knowing James Woods as we do now, <laughs> so that when yeah he would have thought that channel was he would currently think that channel is a great idea. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing too. Like when he's got the vagina in his stomach. Spoiler yeah. alert. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can watch it now and go, oh, cool. Now there's two of them on the screen. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Got him. <laughs> Eat that, James. Yeah, Woods. take that, you fucking nut job. Um, you know who called that? Larry Sanders. Oh, really? Yeah, because it, it oh. was it was. Um, uh, and it, it's a, it's one of those lines. I don't know how you've, how, how you are with, with scripted where obviously you're great, but like, do you ever have lines that just don't ever leave your head? And oh, yeah, certainly, yeah, so, certainly. so there's two from Larry Sanders, one being when he gets sick and, um, Hank has to cover the show. Mm-hmm. And so he gets, I've his, never watched it. But oh, continue. okay. Hank, Doesn't Hank matter. is, Hank is the Ed McMahon character to Larry yeah, Sanders, yeah, yeah. right? And so he, uh, Je- uh, Jeffrey Tambor gets his first laugh and uh, um, uh, Larry is watching on the feed and he's sick at home and um, his his assistant is taking care of him. And he's like uh, – and she's like, oh, this is great. Hank got his first laugh. He goes, no, this is horrible. This is bad news. He goes – and she goes, why? What could possibly be wrong? The show's going great. And he just turns to her and goes, do you remember James Woods? That was nothing. You know, so <laughs> – I just all, every time every time I hear James Woods' names mentioned, I go, "Yeah, that was nothing." Yeah. Um, 
And the other and one is just it. the other thing is just him with a mouthful of salad going the fucking dinner. That's all. It, you don't need to know the context, <laughs> but like every time someone gets mad or the, as soon as dinner is mentioned, my wife is sick of me going the fucking dinner. And that's oh. <laughs> what is what is your line that you always kind of stick with that you like you sit there and go oh oh this is, this is um, it's probably Simpsons. If I oh, okay, that's to, obvious. Um, I, I should have prepared, though. I don't... Uh, <laughs> you can give us a rambling t- top five in no particular order, if you wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, super misquoted. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, what's a, what's a great... I mean, I hear, I hear you don't like those old-time bikes. Yep. Here's one from a one of the uh, Treehouse of Horrors. Hello, Maud. Diddly. Oh, yeah. Love it. Every single yeah. time. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm sorry, boys, but that pig had some powerful friends. Right? <laughs> and then it's Richard Nixon. I mean, that, was, that, that whole episode's crazy. Uh-huh. The nerds, where it's just like, uh, <laughs> they all get nosebleeds or whatever. Yes, exactly. Um, so how have you how have you enjoyed being back on stage now that now that things are kind of back to normal? <laughs> now that uh, now that COVID's over, sure. Now that, um, yeah, it's done, right? <laughs> What's this? I hear about the five B variant we got coming yeah, out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ah, yeah, fuck more that. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, it's the best. Well, it's it's both the best, and I. There was a brief... Okay, this is going to get dark for a second, so prepare yourself. Mm-hmm. There was a brief thing that happened, sort of the first break in lockdown, and then immediately after lockdown, um, where the crowds were, like, awesome. Yes. And everyone was, like, just pumped to be out. And, like, every show sold out. Like, every show was always yeah. packed in yeah. Toronto. Mm-hmm. And now you can tell things are getting back to normal because I've done a couple of shows where no one's there. And yes. it's like, oh, right, it's the summer. And no one in Toronto goes out to shows in the summer. Correct. I guess we are back to normal. Yep. But I don't know. This working theory I have mm-hmm. is that everything's going to keep getting incrementally worse and worse mm-hmm. until everything's over. And that kind of feels like that. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I say that to everything. Everything yeah. just kind of feels mm-hmm. something's bad. No, 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 no. Like when, when they stop production of Parmesan cheese and Sriracha sauce, yeah. like yeah. I always sat back and wonder what's it going to be? What's the tell that, that there's we're lots, on our way. So out. many tells. There's right. been a lot of tells. I mean, right. there's a, but I, Italy's having its worst drought in a thousand years mm-hmm. or some shit right now. Like it's like, so I, it's kind of like, so I kind of always get that feeling. Some nights are good with another, cause you know what it is. It kind of, when sometimes when you go out and you look around and doesn't it feel like we're all pushing it a little bit. We're all faking it a yes. little, like we're all like, let's mm-hmm. have a good time, right? You know, because we're all like, kind of like, what the fuck uh-huh. is going on? I, you know what I mean? I literally have a joke in my act about that. Of uh, I hate climate change deniers, not the people who don't believe in climate change. Throw it's like us. it's like the people who are like, this is great weather for November. Yeah, I'm yeah. in shorts. This is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah, everyone knows about that as well, Todd. Yeah. It's we're we're as as a as as I will often say is like if you if you listen to a COVID doctor, they'll say okay. Yeah, uh, if you listen to a regular doctor around COVID, like once you were kind of coming out of COVID, they're like okay, you gotta circle the wagons again. You you can't have um, Bailey's milkshakes for breakfast. Okay, uh, maybe don't have M and M's with every meal. Pull it back. Go back to your sit-ups, Todd. Maybe you do that. And if you talk to a scientist, and then if you talk to a climate scientist, they go, fucking eat pies every day. Who cares? You're, <laughs> yeah. You got eight years. Enjoy it. You know. Well, the, the thing that's scary, is, and I think something that's happened, and I think that's why I think this does speak also to um, there's been a great disenchantment yes. with the ability of of our society to accomplish anything. Yes. And I think that's resulted in, in two reactions. You have, uh, you know, convoy people, which is happening. Mm-hmm. Like there's a massive one in the Netherlands right now and Italy as well. Yep. Sri Lanka. I mean, Sri Lanka is 
fucking there's a whole other boat. Sorry, I know I'm rambling. No, no, no. Two reactions you have. You have like you have uh, this great disenchantment because what COVID kind of taught us where it's like, oh, uh, they can only they can't we can't we and they can't actually fix anything. Right. And like I always bring I always bring it up where it's like you didn't see people going on anti-vax protests until Serb stopped. Right. Because what Serb told us was that we got you and we know this is extraordinary. So yes. we're gonna act extraordinary. Right. And then once they stopped that, they're like, Well, you kinda have to do what we say, but you also have to go to work. And, right. And so once that stopped and once and so now you have these two things happening, you have people kind of wanting to who are motivated by this just feeling of like fuck you. Yes. And on the other side of that, you have the great disenchantment of people turning away and people like so I think when the Ontario election happened and no one fucking voted because it's like everyone's like, all we have okay, you guys can't help us. Society is crumbling. Yeah. So all we have left is our consumer pleasures. Mm-hmm. And so we're all gonna focus on that. We're all gonna make the nicest deck we can. Right. And have like a nice time because that's all we can control now. Yeah. And we don't believe in anybody to make it better. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Tuesdays uh eight thirty on CBC. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward I look forward to the uh climate change chunk yeah, in the well. new season. I've I've got a couple of sketches filmed, but they never. Quite, <clears throat> would you believe they're never they never quite work? Right. <laughs> you you can't have a body count in a sketch, Jordan. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You can't. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, that's I'm. My, that's my unifying theory right now. Yeah. No, I'm I'm totally with you, and like 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 even thinking of the crowds, like there was that thing where like oh my god, we can come out now, and it was interesting watching. Um, uh, watching crowds re-educate themselves as how to behave yeah. in public, right? And and how to be part of an audience and, and that sort of thing. And now I think uh and, and and all the comics were respectful for the for the stage time and the audiences were happy just to be out and everyone was kind of like like at the beginning of the show you just go, we're back and everyone would applaud and going, oh my God, yes. I can't believe we're here. And now it's just like Quit eating the fucking light. Like it's like we're back to that, right? And, and it's it's we're back to that, but then at the same time, it, it we're not back to normal. Correct. You know, so that's what the big performance is, where it's mm-hmm. like we're back, but then it's like, oh, but actually, it, it didn't come back. Right. Everything's not the same, even though we're all. It kind of is, but it's just like so. It's like it didn't. We're not back. Mm-hmm. But we but we all act like we are. We're like, oh, we're back. It's back to normal. Right. Uh, three people got COVID yesterday, but eh, we're back to normal. And right. then like, oh, like the bathrooms in the park aren't open. Mm-hmm. And, like all this shit. You know what yes. I mean? Like it's like, there's just sort of this great dissatisfaction. And, uh-huh. Yeah. There is, it's, it's so wonderful when you put people in charge that um, say that, that gut government and then go, look, I told you it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't government it? suck? Yeah. <laughs> my, my, what we're I, witnessing. I don't know how I got a hold of this tweet the other day, but it was like, it was a doctor in Perth, which is not that far from here. And, <laughs> and he, put out, he put out a tweet to Doug Ford, you know, dear Premier Doug at Ford Nation, you know, the people of Perth have forever voted conservative. And... Now we have waiting room waits and there's not enough people to serve us. How come you won't help us come to Perth? And I just retweeted and went, this is so cute. It's just <laughs> so, who would have thought the guy that guts healthcare suddenly guts healthcare? Yeah. yeah oh, well. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You, if you, if you vote for an ax murderer, you might come away with no head. You're going to get axed. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's also like we've also been through a time of like, I think the scary thing to me is people would point, you know, it's been eight, how long, six years or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know, how long has Trudeau been? Uh, six, years, uh, six years, yeah. Six, six years. Sure. Um, where, and, you know, I'm lefty, so obviously I'm going to be disappointed, but it is also like, he hasn't done anything to Correct. improve people's material lives other than mm-hmm. like legalizing weed. And maybe if childcare works out, like that'll be right. something he can point to. Mm-hmm. So what you have is like, you have barbarians at the gates, mm-hmm. but you can't hold up and be like, Oh no, but what about this guy? And, right. and they're like, we fucking like, 
I have, I'm, very, I'm trying to figure out a bit about this, but I was in a downtown bar mm-hmm. here in Toronto mm-hmm. watching a sports bar. And uh, it was summer and a spontaneous fuck Trudeau chant started. Right. And it was just like, and it was like, like one guy, he didn't, he wasn't even on the TV. Some guy was just like, man, fuck Trudeau. And then the guy was like, yeah, fuck Trudeau. And yeah. then another guy was like, fuck Trudeau. And then they all started going, fuck Trudeau. Like it was like, it was crazy. And it right. was like, one, this guy's toast. Like if that's, ha- that's happening in like Dundas West. Yes. This is exactly like Kinross or you right. know, random town. I think that's mm-hmm. Michigan actually. Uh, but, like, <laughs> but so all you have is this guy that represents only the parts of progressivism that they find annoying. Right. With none of the material benefits that you need to, mm-hmm. to have for that. Like all you have is this person. It's like, all you have is somebody that represents to a guy why they're not supposed to laugh at a joke they want to laugh at. Exactly. And, but then they they can't be like, oh, but at least it's cheaper. And there's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's, that's why everything's so fucked right now. Cause you have these right wing mm-hmm. guys, but also the left mm-hmm. has failed to tangibly make people's lives Correct. better, which is kind of their whole promise. Like yeah. government will make your life better. And then the- that hasn't happened. And then instead you have like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, anyways. Oh, well, no, because I have I, – I, I look forward to being in a position where I don't have to vote for him. Like <laughs> Exactly. You know? Yes. I would love to be in that position because the last time uh, – like, not the last time, but the time before last that I had to vote for him. Yeah. One of the things he said was, I'm going to change the way the election system goes. I went, you got my – you do that one thing and it will and be worth it, all it. of this. And then as soon as he got in, yeah, I'm not going to do that. It's like, okay. What that, and that's the biggest one. You hear about that all the fucking yes. time. People bring that up yes. all the time. Yes. Like, it's crazy. First past the post sucks. And then it's so fucking stupid because it's like, oh, we don't want to do that because we don't want to empower, like, minority, like, extremist voices. Oh, good thing you stopped that. Yeah, good. Yeah, really good. That's <laughs> Good thing that didn't happen. Yeah. Fucking uh, I've, That's crazy. I've always kind of described like the the uh, election process in Canada, like the five party spread is kind of like the it's like the burn warning notice that you see when you're driving up to cottage country. It's like this is the most kind of green. You're fine. <laughs> and then yeah. this is like uh, we're going to burn immigrants. And that's yeah, those yeah, are yeah. the five. We got the, and yeah. that's the gamut. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I do kind of just hope that the. Libs and NDP just merge because it's yes. like it's just like if the NDP is not going to be mm-hmm. because kind of thing, what's the point? Yeah, and here's the other thing: if they did, there's no way the People's Party of Canada would ever merge from the with with the Conservative Party because that's the reason they left because they're not yeah. fucking squirrely yeah. crazy enough. Yeah, so split like, that vote all you like, and that's gorgeous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and I mean, like I always vote NDP, but it's like I don't. It's like, I don't really want to vote for a different shade of like, I don't know shade, obviously in that way, but a different right. flavor of, of liberalism. You know? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. Like, just like wearing a different suit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, it's a different color. Yeah, that's yeah, what exactly. Like, oh, orange, blue, mm-hmm. or red. Let's leave on something fun. Can <laughs> what are you we? talking about? That was Let's fun. do this. Um, <laughs> what is something you're watching right now that you find absolute joy in? And I'll, oh, I'll, I'll give you mine. I hate my answer I, this. I will give you mine. I just finished Ted Lasso last night with the missus. Yeah. And it is like everyone warned me that it was really good. Mm-hmm. But uh, holy shit, I wasn't ready for that good. You loved it. Yeah. Like, should I be crying at the end of every episode? Is that, that shouldn't be in a sitcom, but that's happening. That's. Yeah, it happened. Uh, I. It's funny. You're like, let's put it on a lighthearted topic. What what shows are you watching? And then, uh, unfortunately for you, I my tastes in shows skew uh, dark and okay. despairing. Uh, I've been watching. I don't even know if I love it anymore. But the first episode really hooked me. Uh, that Under the Banner of Heaven show. That like it's like a it's like True Detective with Mormons, basically. Oh, okay. Wow. It's great. Uh, it's certainly not a laugh riot. <laughs> laughing at the, the practices of the Mormon Church, which admittedly are hilarious, and uh, they made a musical about it. How bad can it yeah, be? Ex- you know, exactly. Yeah. Um. So that's really good. And then I guess so. I guess the two that I watched 
I watched um, Severance was amazing. I don't mm-hmm. watch Severance, but it was so, so good. That one's pretty funny and also dark. And then I watched Breaking Bad for the first time, actually. What? Yeah, I'm I'm a bad TV watcher. Oh, wow. Oh, I was really into it as well. You were like to it as well. It's fantastic. Yeah. See, I, I've watched it like I think four or five times. Do yourself this favor because uh, you're, you're at a point. How far into Breaking Bad are you? I'm done. Oh shit. Okay. Cause I was, I was going to say, if you listen to the insider podcast mm-hmm. the, and you go episode by episode, it's basically a, 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 literally a podcast episode by podcast episode breakdown of how to make a TV show. Oh, that's fun. It's oh, maybe so, cause they have Vince Gilligan in there. It originally uh, started being hosted by Kelly Dixon, but then she got too good at editing. So then she c- couldn't co-host <laughs> the thing. Yeah. And then they did the same thing with Better Call Saul. So if you start that, go find the Better Call Saul Insider podcast, well, and they I'm do the exact same thing. I'm a freak that started Better Call Saul first, and then <laughs> <laughs> got like finished the first three seasons, and then started watching Breaking Bad. And then I was like, like, "Oh, that's crazy! <laughs> oh, I understand the relevance of this guy now." Yeah, uh, I, I love that. That is like the person who goes, "I'm going to start this Star Wars thing, Phantom Menace, Episode yes. One. Let's start here. Let's get going." I will say, I do think Better Call Saul is uh, much better. It's a wonderful show. Like it's just yeah. in it's in. Like, it's like Sopranos good. Yes, I completely agree. I like Breaking Bad is like a thrill ride, but I thought it was more. I thought the characters aren't as good as in Better Call Saul. Like some of the characters are good, but there's. I thought it relied way too much on like sort of coincidence, basically. Uh, A lot of like plot points that hinged on like, oh, that guy saw that thing because he just happened to be there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, all the fucking time, right? All the time, where it's like, oh no, this guy thinks this. Where like Better Call Saul is truly like each character's choices, right? In a way, but. I think that also stems – it's nice that we're wrapping up now. I think it stems from <laughs> from the fact that they have the body of work in front of them for Better Call Saul. So they, yes. they already have sort of the they, – they've already got the Bible. The Bible's three-quarters written, right? Right. So now they're able to go, okay, so how do we shift the perspective? And they've done it directorially. They've done it – um, uh, they've done it in, in the manner by which they, they, they run the show. Their tone is different. They, and, and, the, and they probably get to, they probably get a little more leeway, right? Yes. Absolutely. It's like, you know, Breaking Bad was a huge hit, but it also was like a hit in the way where it's like, uh, we're going to need a fucking gunfight in this one. You yes. Know what I mean, like there, there probably was more of that pressure where it's like Better Call Saul can just kind of go at its own pace. Mm-hmm. There can be a whole plot about how one of the characters works too much. Yes. <laughs> but it's like just as riveting uh-huh. as like anything else. Right, right, right. But it's when you also get those callback episodes too, where it's like, yeah. oh my god, like he's he's Saul Goodman here and he's shredding papers and no, oh, not yeah. to spoil anything, but like it happens. Yeah, would you believe papers shredded? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners, but papers getting shredded. Papers and papers getting shredded and eyeballs are dry. Listen, <laughs> they're dry yet wet at the same time. You're a conundrum. Dry You're yet a, wet. I'm Mars. Foisy. You are you are you are an, an enigma wrapped in a quantum. Laundry uh, wrapped in a uh, a damp tissue of synthetic tears. Um, you've got an album out too, right? Yes, I got two. You two got two albums. now. My friend told me he liked the first one more. So okay, well that's take that into consideration. That's fantastic work. Then that's. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are the names of them so people can find them? Um, one of them, the first one is called "Standing on the Edge of." unspeakable anxiety i yep. think okay yeah, that's what the first one so nothing's called. changed there got it check no, uh well actually something has changed i thought i had anxiety when i did that album i paid for a better therapist which uh-huh. i highly recommend yes uh, don't cheap out on therapy it turns out there's a, <laughs> there's a huge scale right. yes you shouldn't and, meet your therapist in a mcdonald's ballroom yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes and um i actually have ocd there you go so congratulations uh, i mean obviously they're related so anyways so now that album called standing on the edge of unspeakable obsessive compulsive disorder okay and then um the second album which came out last year is called friend daddy friend daddy i wasn't thinking it's a spoiler because one of the punchlines <laughs> so when comics have to bring me up they're like what's the name of your album i'm like uh, don't say it yeah I don't say it <laughs> just <laughs> it's a, it's on xm and some shit don't worry about it that's you know i you know what i i kind of did that with butterflies as well and i sort of went oh fuck i guess i shouldn't have oh well yeah, it's, it's a good cover like, oh, i kind of just gave away the joke there didn't i uh well 
now people know they said, well, let's go listen to the setup. You know, we yeah, can do yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, the setup's got a lot of jokes in it, too. I yeah. Too much, yeah. Setups are the cake that you put the icing on. Who doesn't exactly. like cake? That's right. I don't even do punchlines. Um, Jordan, thank you for being here. Oh, thank it's, you, Todd. This was really fun. It has been a long time coming. I don't know why this happened. That hasn't happened. Um, I think we did have a missed one. We did. Years ago. We I think did. we did have one that couldn't happen for something. That's right. I that's right. I could be wrong on that, but I and, didn't think there was a missed one. And it one. took years for me to get fucking over that. And it was... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I understand. Yeah. Um, where do people find you? Um, uh, find me on Twitter at Jordan Foise and then Instagram at Foisman. Beauty. Which I'm trying to figure out how to change. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> At Foisman, and I have joined the Great Content Wars, where I'm putting up clips to ruin your Instagram feed of my stand-ups. Marvelous. So, you know, if you want to check some stuff out. Beautiful. Look at you making a content. And I'm going to have at some point an article out about going to a sleep clinic with the walrus. Beautiful. This, uh, nice. Summer, yeah. Look at you with a walrus. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um uh, holy shit, why is that gone? Um, Darcy, where do people find you? And um, give us uh, something that you enjoy watching that people can uh, c- people can sink their teeth into. Okay, first, Instagram. I enjoy watching that. Okay, <laughs> good. Very nice. Monty and Darcy. Yes. Um, and I've been watching uh, Stranger Things. Beautiful. Oh. I hear that as a laugh riot. <laughs> I thought it was going to... Like, I stayed away from it. I thought it was going to be like Twilight mm-hmm. or... You know, like Dawson's Creek meets zombies or something. But, uh, yeah, very good show. Yeah. Um, here's a pro tip. If you're uh, on tour as a comic, um, don't watch Stranger Things and Black Mirror before you have to go on stage. It'll be a little fucked it up. It fucks your show. Um, I have another pro tip. Don't watch a documentary about the opioid crisis in your hometown <laughs> and then think that would be crowd work material. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. <laughs> um, yuck yucks. Jordan, I'm going to close out the show. You hang here because we got to get the photo and we'll say goodbye like like yeah. proper proper gentlemen. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me personally at Hates TVA across all of the uh, social medias. Uh, you can follow this very podcast at CATP Podcast. That's right, folks. Cat P. Um, we are we are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, uh, TikTok. Uh, so is my show, Write 'Em Up Show. We're trying to figure out where to do the next show. It might be online, might be in a venue coming to you. We don't know. Uh, Patreon people get uh, this show and the video for three bucks per month, and they get all video plus bonus content every single goddamn episode. So make sure you go to patreon.com slash CATP podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Jordan, the no longer erstwhile Darcy, and myself, when you listen to Cap B, you're in for a good time, Jimmy and Bobby. You're always the podcasts. Lately, lately, I find I rush. Can't piece together the sun and the sky of the spots on my face.